Credo podcast. Oh, you boy Dante Credo here with my fam in the building. KT, what's going on, girl? I know you like my Cyrano impression. I know you like that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. oh P what's going on? This P Shaw's fault. You the one reminded me of it. It's bringing back so many memories. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with you now, man? You know, still fly, still blessed. God is still great, and God is good. Amen. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with with the last few weeks. It hasn't really been a great week because, well, I'm I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to exaggerate. But I did have um, some instances happen. Someone broke into my car this week. Oh. And, uh, yeah, which is... Honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, of course, I'm pissed off, but then it's like, like I know this has been happening around the area, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the just the last pod, I was talking about, you know, when uh, we was talking about uh, nigga knocking and shit like that, and I was like, well, you know, we got the ring, people got the ring bells, people can see everything, and uh, and I was mentioning everything. how, you know. Well, apparently not everything, but um, the camera saw everything, but I was just sleep, so I couldn't react. But um, even though I knew this stuff was going on, that that happened to be the day that I did not lock my car door. And um, so I go into this. This was Monday night. And, you know, you know, I'm off Tuesday, so I'm, I'm just chilling. And, you know, seeing wifey off to work or whatever, you know, doing a whole good husband. I have a good day, babe. Love you. You know, that just that the third. So I go get in my car to go pick up the kids. And I see my middle console is open and uh, a couple of random things are sitting in my front seat. And I automatically knew someone's broke. Someone's, well, I, I can't say they broke into the car because the car door was unlocked. So I can't say that. So, um, open. so, so yep. someone's been in my car and, um, and thankfully they didn't steal anything because I don't keep anything of worth or anything. But they're just random, random things. So I, I know they weren't very turned on with whatever they saw because I have my jacket. I keep a blanket and a pillow in the car because on my lunch break, I take my naps in the car. So and then unless you were going to steal my car seats for my babies, then then we might would have had some problems because car seats yeah, are car, car seats are expensive. Money. Yeah. Yeah. They are yeah. expensive. Then yeah. then things would have been up. Things would have been lit if that would have happened. I was like, thank God they didn't go that far. But there was one thing they did steal. There is there's a piece of siding that's uh you know that covers the windshield type of thing. A piece of siding on the side of the car that has broken off that I ordered on Amazon to replace it. So it came 
the day before and I was like, well, I'm putting it in the car and then when I get some time, I will, you know, replace it. Uh, so it was still in the box. Nice, tempting little Amazon box. Mm. So I'm looking you know, around the car and I'm like, well, okay, what's missing? What's missing? And I'm like, well, I don't see anything that's jumping out to me because I don't keep anything of real value in the car, thankfully. So I was like, wait, wait, I have a ring camera on my doorbell. So let me scroll through and see what did it pick up? So I'm like, well, normally from the videos I've seen around the neighborhood and, and neighboring uh, sub developments and stuff like that, it's normally around two to four o'clock. So I'm like, well, let's scroll to two or four o'clock. I got no motion detectors or anything picked up until 4.30 in the morning. I was like, well, let's look at 4.30 in the morning. And sure enough, a guy walked up, full mask, hoodie, gloves. He's going, he's looking around, and he's he just opens up my car door. And I was heated. I was so heated. So I'm rummaging around for about 10 seconds or so. Then he pulls my Amazon box with my car part in it and then walks off. I was like, this motherfucker here. <laughs> this motherfucker here. I was so heated. And the thing is, that night, I went to bed early. Because normally, I'm up. When it's my days off, I stay up. And I'm doing other stuff. You know, I'm editing battles and um, editing podcasts. And I'm just, or I'm just sitting around chilling. So I don't normally go to bed to like 5 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, you know, one time I go to bed early. Uh, at least by my standards, because my circadian rhythm is just so weird. But but the one time I go to bed early, that's the night, you know, a home dude decides to, to get, go into my car. Mm. Now, the update, apparently he didn't like what he saw or found in, in the box. He saw it was just a piece of siding for a car. And he just places it on a, a road sign on the same street. It was like two houses up. He just tosses it. Stay, he, well, he didn't toss it. He stands it up against the roads, uh, against a, a speed limit sign on our street. And, you know, of course, it, and of course, I didn't, you know, realize it because look at the camera. He walks off to the right and this stop sign or whatever, or the speed limit sign is to the left. So apparently he cased the rest of the neighborhood or the rest of the street. And then I guess on his way out, he was like, oh, this is nothing. <laughs> and he stashes it up there. My neighbor saw it and then he returned it to me. So by the time in the span of an hour for me realizing what happened to checking my phone, cause I was in the midst of picking up the kids. So I'm picking up the kids and I'm like, you know, Oh, then I'm looking at the video like this motherfucker, this motherfucker, this, I was, oh, I was so pissed off. Then by the time I got back home, the box was uh, on my porch. Shout out to my neighbor, Danny. And uh, <laughs> uh, look at God, won't he do it? Yeah. And so I was like, Mm. It's cool, but uh, you know, just at the same time, it was like, okay, I, I'm going to need, and, and I've been talking about it for months as far as getting a home security system because I, even before I got the the ring bell, uh, my my wife is also a part of another neighborhood for me, so she always telling me about you know people's reporting, people's breaking in cars. Mm -hmm. uh, the moment we, we moved into the neighborhood, there was an incident of people going in cars. Someone broke into one of the, the neighbor's cars and apparently used the side of our house as the place to check the goods. So I just go outside a random day 
uh, right in the beginning when we first moved into the neighborhood, I'm doing random housework around the house and stuff. And I just see this pile of just random junk on the side of my house. And it was like a briefcase and bags and random stuff. And I'm like, someone's going to come here and think that, you know, in my mind, I did this shit. So we, we got a chance to meet our neighbors as we were returning stolen stuff to them. <laughs> so, um, but, but yeah. And, you know, for another thing that, uh, kind of alarmed me this week, like, okay, I need to get some sort of security, at least some better security. So I'm gonna get another camera, uh, for the front, a camera for the back, uh, that covers the back and the sides. Cause again, in between these houses, it gets really dark, obviously. Um, and it's just a prime place for anyone who is up to no good to try to duck and hide into throughout the night. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so let me get some things that can illuminate my house um, and do some other things, as well as uh, looking for uh, some firearms. So we've been putting that off for a while. So I'm like, well, I, I think it's a good time to where we actually start um, creating an, uh, a collection for us. So we started doing that. And that's, that's been my week. Just a lot of uh, reminders that people are assholes <laughs> and people, people are not shit. Um, so that's been my week so far. So how have you guys been? <laughs> well, I found out my company sucks. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So they wouldn't approve my move. They wouldn't approve for me to be remote. Wow. Even though I've been doing this job for dang near two years uh-huh. from home. So, so what is their... So um, I put in my resignation. Oh, okay. I'm not going back in the office. I'm not going back to Atlanta. I'm not doing oh it. yeah, that is right. Yeah, 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 that is right. I'm oh going well. Back to Atlanta. So I put in my resignation, and now I'm, you know, tweaking my resume and stuff, and trying to find another job. But um, the 26th is officially my last day. Okay. But a long time ago, I put in uh, time off. Uh And our, our department is closed anyway, Thanksgiving and the day after. And I had put in for the day before Thanksgiving and I think the day before that. So really, okay. my last day is the 22nd. The 22nd. Hey, okay. But, you know, PTO, holiday, cr- you know, yeah, all that, that closes out a pay week. So, you know, gotcha. Gotcha. But, That's just crazy though. I mean, I, I don't, I don't understand what these companies are are expecting people to do especially considering the situation that we are we're not even out of yet like we're still in it 
it, it may not be the 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 thick of it like it was, but we just because we may see a, uh, some some rays of sunlight doesn't mean like okay everything's back to normal. Travel three states down, or is it two states? I may be exaggerating, but yeah, I, I just I just don't understand. I don't understand what they're thinking. But one thing that I have uh, noticed, and just a lot of things that I've been reading or whatnot, is like companies are having to change a lot of their their policies and overall approach to how they treat their employees. Because a lot of these employees are just like fed up, fed up, middle finger, walk out the door. And if they're nice and full of the Holy Spirit, they may give you the church finger as they walk out the door. But for the yeah, most part... I gave part, them the church finger. Yeah. I gave them the church finger. So, so you know, they're going to get the pretty much the rest of the month mm -hmm. out of me and then I'm peacing out and I was just like you know I'll I'll find something else someplace else there are a lot of work from home jobs available now uh -huh. so I'm going to you know try to get one of those and That's what's up. That's you what's know up. keep it moving because you know, it's like, you know, I I stayed with y'all for a good amount of time. Uh-huh. I've been there. I've been a good worker. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could have been cut some slack. But I agree. Well, we're not going to Do you know if this has been done for other people? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. But, um... I don't really care at this point. Right. Facts. You know, I, I don't, I don't really care because the decision I'm making is a decision, a decision that I, I feel is the right decision. Yeah. You know, um, I want to be here for my niece. I want to be here uh -huh. for my family. So that's what's important to me. And y'all, y'all gonna replace me in a minute. Y'all gonna replace me in a minute. Y'all don't really give a rat's ass about me. If right. Be honest. If, if we're gonna be really honest, care. yeah. If we're so, gonna be honest, they don't care about you at all. Right. So, um, you know, I hate that. You know, I finally find something that I actually like to do. <laughs> and yeah. um you know, I have to leave, but hey. Yeah, you know, it, it may not I mean you have to leave the field per se, but you know, just the people in, in this particular house is just stupid. So, you know, but I, I have all faith and and believe it in, well, you, you know what? <clears throat> I made it into the pension plan though. <laughs> Hey, I made it. Hey, so, y'all still gonna have to cut me my chip. Uh huh. That'll <laughs> be my Jack Nugger <laughs> to the Milky Way. Okay, <laughs> you know what? but uh, <laughs> it's Phyllis' fault. <laughs> it's Phyllis' fault. <laughs> hey, and I know who I was too. I was the I was the chef. The chef and Cyrano was best friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's who you. Yeah, I was the chef. 
All right, for those that's listening, all right, before we went live, we had a, a nice little rundown memory lane to where, uh, of course, P. Shaw and I, we, we literally grew up together. So we were in English class in high school and a teacher that didn't like us at all uh, thought she was punishing us by making us be or have prominent parts in the story, Cyrano. Y'all know Cyrano de Bergerac. Um, uh, and, you know, I took it and I kind of, you know, I was pretty good at it to the point where, you know, I, yeah, you know, I, I, I threw, I, I put some stank on it. So she thought I was going to read it as, you know, the typical way that you would just read an excerpt, but nah, I was demonstrative and I, I was, I was acting that thing out and peace y'all. Um, my, my enabler, and that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Peace y'all was enabling me. Gassing him, gassing him, gassing him. And I was, and then we had this piece where, you know, the, the the class loved it. They loved it. They loved our our version of Cyrano and how we put it together, and the the insane accents we were using. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I, I can't promise that I won't randomly scream out the Milky Way throughout this podcast episode. So, and every time I'm gonna blame Philip. <laughs> and every oh, time I'm gonna be like, Cannon, <laughs> Cannons to the right of them. Cannons to the front of them. Holy and thunder. Peace, y'all. What's good with you, man? We still on the intro, but it doesn't matter. What's going on, man? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, <laughs> you know, life, uh, what? I think I seen a, a shirt that said "Life Sucks," right? Uh-huh. But um, there's so many things that you know we can go through, uh-huh. good and bad, and you just gotta roll with it. You know, I box too. You know, Dante uh-huh. he does karate. I box and wrestle and beat tail. So uh-huh. um, knowing knowing when you take those punches, you gotta take them and go with them, and then the blow is not that bad, right? Right. But some blows hit you hard, and then uh-huh. you just gotta channel that energy. Um, somewhere else so you know I just thank God for the storms because you know like they always say when storms in life come you know greater is on the other side so I thank God for the few storms that I had over well exactly a week like from today all way you know to from last week last Thursday doing a podcast right. was when it started yeah and it pretty much was a um a revealing process for me today so it's like wow you know what i mean I like it is what it is there's nothing i can do about it and i know y'all might want to know what we're talking about and you know i feel more comfortable talking about it in a few but i gotta tell my boys about it first yep i understand you know, we'll understand. do that off the air yeah you know but god is great man you know i thank god for my family man i thank god for his um uh, love and his grace and his mercy because there ain't no way you know i could have easily went back to the old peace shop right you know, you know so i thank god for him making me the, the man that i am a lot of people consider, you know, when you turn the other cheek with people making low blows and people saying th- certain things about you. I had an event on Saturday. It was called Man in the Mirror. Uh-huh. And it's so many times to where you see everybody else but yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Janae Aiko posted a post a year ago, and she said that I that's am not ex. who you think I am. Yeah, that's my ex. She said, <laughs> I'm not who you think I am. 
She said, you are who you think I am. Uh-huh. So a lot of times, like, you know, it make you think, like, you know, we we probably been called everything worse in the book. Yeah. It's it's only a few things I can think that I haven't been called. And one of them that I have not been called ever in my life was you're selfish. Yeah. And when you hit it, like, all right, well, I know I'm not. But then you hear it again. Right. Then you hear it again. Then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nobody has ever called me that. So where are you getting your evidence from? Where is that coming from? Like, where are you, you know what I mean? Because it bothers uh-huh. you when somebody tells you what you're not, when you know your worth, when you know what you right. are. And I talked about that at the, at, um, the last, uh, at my event on Saturday. Just so that person that said it initially could say it again on Monday. I said, there is no way. There is uh-huh. no way. There's no way you, you let that come out your mouth again. I said, I'm going to tell you this right now, basically. You know what I mean? Because, you know, mentally I said, but still trying to be loving and still trying to be kind. I was like, I can't let you tell me those things because maybe we recognize that in other people because that's who we are, right? You know, uh-huh. if you tell somebody, oh, you're mean, you're hateful, and you know you're not, but maybe it's because they are. You know, so I kept, yep. so I had, <clears throat> you see the mirror behind me now. I didn't, I didn't have that mirror. I had to buy, I bought, I bought that mirror. That mirror right there. Uh-huh. I bought that mirror. Yep. I don't look in that mirror, but I bought it for the event because <laughs> right. I had everybody at the event. I had everybody putting like sticky tab notes of what somebody has called you or what you haven't even called yourself. And you'll put it on the mirror. You put it on the mirror. Right. You put it on the mirror. So eventually I said, all these things are things that you thought about yourself. All these things are things that other people have said about you. Now plucking them off, plucking them off, plucking them off. But we are a reflection of God on this earth, right? So when they say we are created in God's image and you want to know what God looked like, I say, look in the mirror. So that's basically what it was coming to. Because if you are a chef and I say the food is nasty, this this food is terrible. I'm not telling you that the food isn't good. Like the food is not insulted. You're actually degrading and disrespecting the chef. Uh-huh. So. If they are disrespecting your kids, they ain't disrespecting your kids. They're disrespecting the parents, right? They're going to die. So if God made me and you're talking junk about me and I'm God's child, you ain't talking junk about me. You need to take it up with God because he made me who I am, you know? So <laughs> I'm everything that he says I am. I'm everything that God says I am. When he says I'm rich, when he says I'm prosperous, when he says I'm victorious, these are all the things that the word says that we are. So when he says those things, I believe his word over your word, but I love you enough to consider what you're saying and try to figure out why. That's what I consider turning the other cheek. Consider your options. That yep. means you can either react or respond. And not all things need to be reacted to or responded to. Some things just need to be in silence. But you about like me, Dante. When we get to that point of silence, it's, it could be a good or bad thing. It could be a good or bad yeah. thing, yep. It could be a good or bad thing. But when we actually stop talking, and that ain't never good. Like, Because we right. really ain't got nothing to say. I mean, we really yep. we done done. We yep. really done done uh, talking um, to you. Words are over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Words but are I over. hate that part of it because I'm such a loyal friend that it takes a lot for me to not be that friend. And even when you have wronged me, I'm going to address you before we go forward. Uh-huh. You know, we had it. We had that talk because we had one of the ones in our circle. Yep. I had to talk to him before we came back within minutes. I said, hey, we right. need to talk first. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I thank God for allowing me to be that way. And this too shall pass. We can maybe endure for a night with joy coming in the morning. The end of a thing is better than the beginning. In due time, all things are made beautiful. All of that is scripture, and I believe it. So, you know, I thank God in advance for whatever is next. What's coming is better than what's been. There's there's a particular saying that has become one of my favorite 
sayings. Um, and it goes, sometimes, sometimes you have to be the lion so mm-hmm. you can be the lamb you really are. And that has really kind of spoken to, you know, the type of people that, you know, we, we're not mean spirited people. We, we, we like to chill, like to have a good time. Uh, we, you know, stay out the way. We ain't bother nobody. Uh, you know, we just want to just do our thing, have a good time. You know, of course, reasonably. Right. But there's just so many times where people would try you. People would take that energy. They take that vibe and think they would or can take advantage or, you know, bully or just say things because they see that your character falls in a particular way to where they feel like you will not leave that particular vibe. So like, this is your character here. You won't do this. If if I say these things or do these things, I know if you are what you really say you are, then your character won't let you do anything or retaliate to me. And I think sometimes, sometimes, uh, there's there's also a, a saying that's not so much of a saying. It says, you know, well, the Bible said Jesus turned the other cheek. It didn't say anything about me. Now I understand. <laughs> now I understand. I'm not Jesus in the, in the Bible. I'm not in the Bible. But so every now and then, I think sometimes say say like consider the the rose in the concrete, so to speak. You know, sometimes you're going to have to do something to protect that rose, or they're going to try to trample all over you. And Sometimes, and maybe this is some sort of uh, Bible or Christian concept. I don't know, but I just know sometimes you're just going to have to hit back. And I don't mean necessarily, you know, know, violence or vengeance or, you know, this, that, and the third. But at some point, there has to be a healthy boundary that even you will not cross. There'll be a particular line that I don't care how close or how far you are away from me. This is a line that you will not cross, you will not tamper with, and I will address you. Basically, just like just like you said. And, um, you know, sometimes you just have to be, you just, you just have to do that. Yeah. And it's just... Apparently, my kids are playing hide-and-seek right now. Mm. And, um, but... Yeah, it's like I, I do understand turning the other cheek, but it's just like for th- this has been uh, for for me for a self reflection go a problem that I, I've always run into to where I just would take things, I just let things roll off the back, roll off the back, roll off the back, turn the other cheek, turn the other cheek, turn the other cheek to the point to where that energy that like it builds. It, it builds. And if if you don't have a healthy way of getting that energy out, so it's like, yeah, working out, uh, at that point, rapping and doing music was a huge outlet for me to be able to just get out whatever it is I was feeling. But at the same time, um, considering I was doing Christian music, I really couldn't get it out sometimes the way I needed to get out. Right? Um, but Sometimes, sometimes there, there, there have to be a time where you will have to be the lion so you can be the lamb you really are. And 
to be able to confront people and to have a healthy boundary where even though you are a, a man of virtue of principles and you have a standard that does not mean that it will allow people to continuously beat on that wall because eventually that wall is going to crack and all of that stuff that that wall has been holding back. It got to go somewhere and it's going to cause an eruption. And I've had a couple of those moments where I just had an eruption and just, I just saw nothing but red and I know that's not healthy. And more often than not, you're going to find people in the church that causes these, these things to happen. Um, but all that being said, I feel you, I feel you. And so just, you know, for, for all of us, just for the next phase in our lives, you know, I, I am really, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. It's honestly why, um, I, I look forward to doing this y'all. Cause I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I feel like, there are things that the universe owes us, right? Like it's that concept of, you know, you, you do good for so long. It's, it's like, it's bound to happen. Like you, you've been, you've been on the up and up for so long. It's just bound to happen. And that's what I feel like with us. So these things that has happened to us in the past week, I, I I take those as like okay we we must be heading in the right in, in the right direction of oh, something. Yeah. I'm not sure what something. it is specifically for us. Um, overall, a, as a team, um, maybe it's that sponsor is like, hey, I want to give y'all uh, a, a, a three million dollars because after taxes, it may you know end up be like one and a half. So we got to have something. Um, but that's I, just me talking. I, I, I'll take I'll take um, two hundred and seventy six. We're gonna just we're gonna just throw it up in the atmosphere, <laughs> you know. Um, but I'm I'm just hopeful for us, and just any way that I can help, y'all know, y'all know. I mean, I don't have to say it, but y'all know. Anyway, anyway, because you know we're not alone, and our potential and our growth and the things as far as blessings that are ahead of us is as long as here to the Milky Way. I <laughs> I, I, okay. All right. But, but seriously, I, I do mean that. God knows I mean that. I mean that. <laughs> but, yeah. I have definitely had my experiences where, because I'm a pretty chill person, you know, mm-hmm. it takes a lot to get me angry. You know, I talk a lot of shit, but, you know, <laughs> I really, See, and, and as I, far I feel as you, on me, that. You, you said you late, laid back KT, but yet your facial expression is going to tell it all. Yeah. My facial expressions it's definitely, uh, tell what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. But as far as when I'm in a situation where somebody is really trying it uh-huh. my my go-to is really to stay calm for the most part you know I I'm very cognizant of how I deal with people right I've always I've always been that way you know I'll talk mad shit. right 
Right. You know, like if I'm venting about the situation to a friend uh-huh. or something, you know, I'll be talking all kinds of shit. But right. when I actually am in the situation or when I'm actually confronting somebody or addressing an issue, I'm very careful about how I handle people. Just because right. that's just my my way. It may seem, you know, if you just talking to me, you know, hearing me talk trash and all that, you would think that I'm just going to tear somebody apart. And I I really don't. (laughs) Yeah. I really, I really don't because that's not, my nature is more loving than anything. Yeah. And so I I don't ever want to, you know, because I know there's always a reason why somebody acts the way they do. Yep. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what I was always going through my head. Yep. It's like, well, why, why is this person acting like this? What, what happened to them? What yeah. is going on inside their mind that yeah. they are having this reaction right now? And so that's, that that's right. is always what comes to my, my mind when uh-huh. somebody is acting a fool. Now, that's when I'm dealing with a person in person. Now, on these phones now, uh-huh. <laughs> for the most part, I stay calm. But there have been times where I've just been like, oh. most of the time, I'll get really, really quiet. Uh-huh. And if I get quiet, you know, I'm, t- I'm ticked off. Yeah, we, we know. Yeah, that's right. But the really time there's, there's no words. Yep. It can go either way, and you pushing me the other way. So, and you, I probably got right. them on mute, and I'm probably fussing on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Like, really? Like, you trying it right yep. now? Yeah. And you know, but when I get back on that line, I try my best to be calm and say, "Well, if you'll allow me to explain, mm-hmm. I, we can pro- get to a solution here." But yeah, that's 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 my thing as well of why I feel like I hold on to things a bit longer than what I should, because I get caught in the cycle of trying to psychoanalyze them or trying Mm -hmm. to understand why this is happening to me or why is this person treating me this way? So I'm like, so what is what is like, you know, are you having a bad day? Type that I I just go as far as just you know what was your upbringing what type of things were you thought or, or taught as a child and what were you exposed to and like oh I just have to understand because no regular or decent person would just treat someone this particular way right so there has to be a reason so let me find out that reason so I can understand you but at the same time I feel like I I be into that so long. To where sometimes the offenses will become multiple and not just a, a single thing, right? Mm. Especially for someone that you know, or even if it's someone that you don't know. Like I, I, I tend to sometimes get into that when I'm dealing with you know dumb customers or whatnot when I'm at the post office. It's like I'm, I look and I'm like, okay, are you really mad at me or are you mad at something else? It's, and you think you can take it out on me type of thing. And it's... <laughs> I also yeah. get into the spot where, you know, if I'm having a conflict with someone, especially if it's someone that I know 
Like if I'm falling out with uh, somebody, I also look to myself. Yeah. Like, okay, what did I? What part did I play in this? Right. And that's a very, 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 very important part that not even so much with with this particular situation or conversation, but just in general, as far as, you know, conflict resolution, because it is, it is very easy to play the victim in things. Mm -hmm. And, and part of that cycle analyzing, you know, it it does kind of cover, okay, what part did I play in this? What, what did I say? What did I do? You know, that, that type of thing. Uh, It could have been something unintentional or inadvertent, but you know, Mm -hmm. what was my role in it? type of thing and i do I think handle that, this th- this situation the best right. way that i could have possibly handled it could i have done exactly. something different yeah mm-hmm. uh but then i I, just, I feel like that's a very mature thing to do because again a lot of people you know do kind of just take the um the the victim part of it and there may have been something that you overlooked or just just the ability to to check yourself, to analyze yourself, to be honest right. and real with yourself. So if there is a mistake or something or a wrongdoing or you know whether it's unintentional, that you can correct that uh, yourself and not have it, you know. But once those boxes are checked, as if like nah, I don't think I've done anything wrong to deserve this type of treatment, then it's like okay, well what's going on with you? Um, but. My thing is I tend to get stay in that cycle a bit too long to where I just let things continue on. Um, and, you know, but yeah, so at, at one point, so here's my question. At what point do, do you draw the line? Like, is, is there a particular point to where you yourself is like, okay, enough is enough. And, you know, I, I have to make a stand here or something has to be said, has to be done at what point or how far do you have to be pushed to where you are at that point? Hmm. You want me to go first? What's up, Pete? Well, well, for me, I mean, I think I've really, I think I had a lot of self-control. I don't think it's ever been anybody that's really made me blow up from elementary school, middle school, high school, there ain't nobody that's really made me say, oh, I got to get you. Right. Because, you know, it does take a lot because I think, you know, one, I know I ain't worried about you harming me. Two, you know, I, I try to maintain respect to a certain extent to, you know, I respect you till I don't have to. Right. So when we get, when we get on that level of ain't no understanding, I'm not going to argue with guys. I think out of all... The boys. I remember I remember you said, Hey man, let me holler at you. You know what I mean? So I think you know, you said, Hey, you know, I, this situation happened and I want to know what's going on. You said, Oh, well, I was just wanting to make sure, you know what I'm saying? But right. that's the same that's a different level of respect because that's the same way I would address you. You know what I'm saying? But right. anybody else, I tell I'm like, if you can't come at a man respectfully like that, then you're a punk. You know what I mean? You're a coward. And you don't deserve that respect. You know, women, we're, as a man, as men, we might argue argue or be confrontational more with a woman only because 
we know that we're not going to take it to that high extreme that we would a man. For a man, I'll tell you, look, either you're going to shut up or put your hands up. But for a woman, we'll go on and on and on and on and on. And then it's like, yo, you know, well, look. And my mom, she raised us. She was like, look, I raised boys. And I never told my boys to not do this or not do that. And we never have. Uh-huh. She'll, sell, she'll tell the girls, the women real quick, if you feel like you could beat my son, so you feel like you could beat him like you're a man, then don't get mad when he beat you like you're a man. Now, she said that statement to girls and women before because that's a true statement. Because you got so many women who think they can beat men and then get mad when that, he That's a whole different conversation, man. We can go on for yeah. a whole, you know, for a long ass time about that particular pocket, but Go ahead. Yeah. I ain't trying to hijack, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so like, yeah, it it, it takes it takes a lot. You know, I I sit back observing. Um, I think body language. I think a lot of times, your response, your reaction to what I might say, will determine where it's going next. Yeah. Because if I ask you, hey, did you steal out my car? Like you just seen in the video, you just steal out my car. Uh huh. Why? Why? Why the if you ask me to steal out your car, man? Up your car. So, so, all I did was actually you steal it. He, you you could lie to me and said no, but since you're yep. getting froggy, uh-huh. go ahead and leave. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yep. so, yeah. Yeah. If, but, if it gets to the point that I want to put hands on you, then it's over with, man. I don't really want to talk yeah. to you too much. We can still shoot ball, but you can't get in my car. We can't talk. We can't do none of that. I'll pray for you. Yeah. Yeah. A- a- after you lay hands on him. I'm going to lay these hands on you. Then, then I'll pray for you. Yeah. Uh, so, like, the, the, the process is I'm a, I'm gonna lay hands on you. I'm gonna pray on you. Then I'm gonna pray for you. And then mm. that's just how that process goes. Okay. <laughs> that's how the process yeah. goes. <laughs> well, I think um, it depends on. It really depends on the situation. Um, uh huh. Whether or not, um, you know, how long I I take something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember there was this one time. I'm not like prone to just be violent. Right. Right. Of course. But I was in a relationship with this dude who shall remain remain nameless. Nah, we want names. What's that nick? What's that nigga name? Nah, don't come to joke. His nickname is Pissy. That's what I'm calling. It. But anyway. <laughs> Um, I had been so fed up with him, just, just fed up. And I have no idea to this day what he did or what he said to me that made me do this. Uh-uh. But I picked up, you know, those two gallon water things with the spigot on the end. Oh no, KT, you didn't do what I think you did. I picked that joint up and I threw it at him. Like uh, it was a softball. Like it like I was playing <laughs> going back to my pitching days back in the uh-huh. day. <laughs> picked that joint up and I threw it at him. And he happened to be sober enough that day to duck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that was the Lord. Because uh-huh. I would have heard him. <laughs> but oh, I man. I had just been taking so much, taking so much, taking so much. Uh-huh. And 
it just grew and grew and grew. And finally, I was just so angry. Yeah. That I took, and it scared me because I've right. never reacted that way uh-huh. to anybody before. And then that's when I knew, I was like, okay, I got to get the heck up out of this. Yeah, this isn't it. I'm going to end up catching a case. Mm-hmm. And I cannot go to jail. Yep. And, and I will that's... not survive. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, oh. I was like, yeah, that that scared me. So I definitely, I think after that situation, I definitely will not take that much ever again. Yep. Um, I think sometimes, I, I, I think sometimes, and I, I kind of waver back and forth when I think about, about this, but I feel like sometimes we have to be taken to the limit for us to understand where the limit is. Mm-hmm. As, as far as like, even though like I, I wouldn't wish these situations on anyone as far as pushing them to the absolute breaking point to where you may tip over the edge in that situation. Um, because like you, it scared me when I blew up because someone was about to get hurt like hurt um because just be sure as you mentioned earlier the 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 background that i have some things were about to be done (laughs) some things were about to be done because it, it was an ongoing thing and i'm like okay i'm thinking from myself like there's no way i would treat people like this so I don't understand why you think it's okay to treat me like this. And then my nigga side is like, well, I don't know who the fuck you think you dealing with. Like mm-hmm. why you think that you can do this to me. Now I'm quiet. I'm reserving to myself. Now I'm friendly with everybody. Ha ha. He with everybody. I tend to keep to myself. So I don't know what caused you to think that you could target me, but you picked the wrong one on the right day. And it, it was, you know, and it, it scared me with the things that were so close to, to being done. So I, I wouldn't say that, you know, I, I tipped over the edge, but I kind of saw myself and I was like, okay. That also happened within uh, a previous relationship that I had where it was just so toxic and so manipulative and just so much bullshit that was happening. And again, I'm like, well, if I say that I love you, I wouldn't do these things to you. If I, if I genuinely, truly love you, I wouldn't do these things to you. So why are you doing these things to me? Right. And it's like, just simple. It it was, it's so simple to me. Why does, why don't you get that? Why must you continue to treat me the way that you are treating me? And you know, the manipulation and the gaslighting to the point to where an explosion occurred. And during that explosion, I got to get out of here. Like that, this cannot happen. I'm, this is over. This is it. Because I know this is not who I am. And 
I know if I stay in this, it's only going to get worse from here. Because unfortunately, there are people who who love nothing more who gets off to deliberately pushing your buttons just to see how much they can get you to be out of yourself. And, you know, we can psychologize that, psychoanalyze that whole thing there, but people will target people, say like, like Philip, for example, Oh, you, you, this man of God, huh? Oh, you, you, you doing this now, huh? All right. We're going to see about that. KT. Oh, you, you, you real reserve and stuff, huh? Oh, well, let's, let's, let's see what happens if I, cause this drama or, or push this button up. Let, let's, let's just see how, how long I can poke at the bear before, you know, it attacks. And then I can play the victim. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunately you, you just understand that's just, that's just people. That's just people. And as much as you want to see the good in them, you also, I believe you also going to have to see the evil in them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that's part of, knowing where your boundary lies with certain people of how much of a leeway in yourself too. This is true. This is true. And thankfully I was able to understand and recognize mine um, pretty early and understanding that, yeah, I I can really hurt somebody (laughs) and not think two things about it. Uh, And that, and that was the part that scared me. It was like, I, I would feel completely calm like feel nothing about it. And I'm like, that's, that's something deeper there. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't want to have to cross over into that to where I, I no longer feel human. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So right. it's like, if, if there's anyone or anything that gets me to that point to where I start to lose empathy, compassion, and just, just who I am as a person, towards people then I need to stay as far away as I can from that, no matter what or who it may be. Yeah. Um, that's, that's just that. And okay. so with that said, that's, that's also why, uh, you know, I, at the same time, it's like, I just have to say going back to the, the security thing, as far as, you know, like I got, I got my wife and kids here. So who's to say that this person that, you know, yeah, he's checking cars, but who's to say, because, you know, where the car is parked, it's like, you're only a few feet from my window. Who's to say you decided that you wanted to get what was ever in the house and he's going to get it, you know, and stuff like that is like, well, I know if that would occur at all costs. Yeah. But even then, hold on, hold on. It, question. I got a question. Uh-huh. Do you stay in the HOA? I do. Everybody is stupid when you go into an HOA because yep. the way my neighborhood is, right? I don't even think you can live in this neighborhood if you don't have a ring doorbell. Uh-huh. So, so we got a camera right outside the garage. Like, as a matter of fact, I think this whole side of the street and that side of the street got them in the back. So, if it's extra, you bought it. But yeah. these cameras got it. A ring doorbell is on every house. So let's say a hundred houses. Every uh-huh. house got a ring doorbell. And every house got a camera either on the garage door or on the back. So we got one on the garage door. Inside the house is motion detector. So like if yeah. we, as soon as you turn the lights out, you'll see a red thing go do 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 do. Yep. Click. And it'll cut on when the lights off. 
but it watches the back door and it's got one in the back door. But if you go on the HOA and you're trying to steal something, you are stupid and you must have walked in there because if you drove the the, the front entryway, the, those cars going to get your car. So like you just said, they went to the um, right, but this thing was to the left. I mean, they walked around. Yep. So I'm pretty sure other houses got that guy on camera. Yep. And he I had to walk so. back to his car. He had to walk back to his car, run mm-hmm. back to his car. But no, there ain't no way in the world because like it hits different because it ain't about us. Like right. you coming to my house, I'm gonna be here for my family. Yeah. And um, and, you know, uh, so you, you make that decision if you want to. Yeah. And take whatever from it that you want to take from it, but I'm gonna be here for my family. So. In regards to you coming in my house, I tell people this all the time. When I see a spider outside, I let it live. They say, why? Because yep. I'm in that spy- spider territory. It's I'm outside. outside. Yep. But when they come in this house, uh-huh. that's my territory. Yep. So as long as you out there, I may not get as upset because mm-hmm. it's out there. But when you come in here, we it's got a problem, problem homeboy. Yeah, we got a problem. You know yep. what I mean? Like, ain't the way, ain't the way you came inside. Like, you that bold? Yep. Okay. While, um, while I'm here? With kids, mm-hmm. ain't so, paying no bills. No, yeah, nothing. you ain't paying no bills. Nothing. Yep, nothing. I'm I'm the same way. If, if it's outside, you, you get a pass because you outside. This you outside is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. But the moment you step up inside, ah, uh, nigga, uh, you, you, you seen don't breathe. You seen don't breathe, right? Uh huh. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> that blind man was minding his business. I don't Mind care what he doing on the inside. I don't care what he doing on the inside of his house. Uh-huh. That's what he doing. Matter yep. of fact, he been doing it for years and nobody called him, but he was minding his business. Uh-huh. When y'all decided to go get a bag of money, oh yeah, he had to get all y'all. Yep. It's so, a wrap. And I said, that's what happens when you don't mind your business. When you don't <laughs> mind your business. That's what happens when you don't mind your mind business. Mind your business, that's yeah. all. That's the whole basis. Just going off on the table. That's the whole basis of all of these horror stories and stuff. Just... People not minding their business, and then they get killed. And I was like, I don't see these people as the bad guy at all. You was messing with them, <laughs> so I remember. I don't know if this, if you were with me. You, you remember that that movie, Wrong Turn? Yeah, it was. It was a yeah. Yeah, we went to the movie. We all went to the movies and seen that. Yeah, yep. Because yep, it I was took all of um, I took my first. And only girlfriend, um, Trees. She, she uh, shot Trees and my cousin Tron. They married. Uh-huh. Now. Um, I took her because we came and y'all was already sitting yep. on the front row because she yep. had on that green dress. Yeah, and, um, and I had like a polo yep. shirt on. And we, we was in. I don't know if we was in Chevy Gaston either way it goes. Nah, we yeah, we was in Gaston. We was cracking up. We was cracking yep. up like crazy. That movie Predicting was so funny. What was gonna happen? Yep, that movie was so funny. But it, it was just the fact that you don't mind your business, but at the same time. You know, they were just protecting what was theirs. They had signs that was like, keep out, don't come in here, but y'all winning anyway. Winning anyway. Winning anyway. Saw so, the other cars on the side of the road jacked up. You didn't ask yeah. the question why all them cars sitting over there. Yeah, you made a wrong turn. Yeah, but, but 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 let's push forward. Let's go forward anyway. All these yeah. signs that says, no, nah, you shouldn't be here, but hey, let's just go check it out anyway. But just in in, in today's hmm. thing, it's like, all right, that, that's why okay. I just feel like, yes, ma'am. Oh, the color. Oh, well, <laughs> Skin color. <laughs> I was trying not to allude to that, but, you know, 
I'm that's saying, why you always got to investigate something. That ain't yeah. business. Well, that's just the thing. And that kind of goes back to, to the moment for today. You did, but <laughs> that's why um we made the distinction thing of black people and how we watch horror movies because it's not the same. Because it's not the same. Because it's part of our nature. It's part of our nature. Our nature is just a little different to where we don't feel like we own everything or feel entitled to everything. So we won't get ourselves in these type of situations. Now you can tell, well, Dante, have you seen the movie Get Out? Well, that's different because there is still a common denominator as to what got him into that situation. Okay, now I'm getting us canceled. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Because look, and it's crazy that you said that. I talked about that today. I said, um, I said people got people. You know, actually, I was talking about my youngest daughter, moms. You know, because I was I was picking that the fact that you know. Uh-huh. Well, I hope she don't get mad at me because she was just texting me just now. Uh-huh. Whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> shout out, much love. So I, we I love said, you. I said, yo, I said, yo, you been you been with this guy for a year. Why I don't ever see him driving? Why, why I don't ever see him driving? Because when we was together, the first thing you said was, my mom said, when you got a man, let the man drive. And uh-huh. I was talking to these guys, these women at work, and uh, the woman at work was talking about how she controlled the radio. And he, I said, well, look, if I ain't just getting off work and if I ain't tired, I don't care who called this. If we together, I'm driving. Uh-huh. And um, I said, so you're not gonna turn my heat up. I said, but that's the problem right now. That's the same problem happened with old boy from Get Out. Say, what you mean? I wish I might go meet a woman's parents for the first time and I don't drive. She was like, huh? I was like, because I can't go nowhere. Uh-huh. I was like, if he had drove his own car, he should have been driving. If he had drove his yeah, own right. car, and it's her car. But baby, yep. you got to tell me where we're going because I'm driving. Your uh-huh. car. So but I'm going to have, have I don't care if your mama paid for this. his engine out and all that. This yeah, is true. Because he had to ask the question, baby, where the keys? Uh-huh. Baby, where the keys? Give me those keys. And she said, I can't find... You know I can't do that, right? No. Shut up. Yeah. You should have had... I, he should have had the keys before he went down the steps. He crazy. That's Again, you know, right. it, this is true. Place. This, this yeah. is his fault. What? You know, yep, completely his fault. <laughs> Just, that boy sucked down. Thanks. <laughs> The Milky really? Way. <laughs> this joke was in the flow. <laughs> oh man! Look, look. I'm glad he kept sliding down though. Like, yeah, he, he continued. Like, wait, where the fuck go? <laughs> where did he go? <laughs> oh man! Really but yeah, it ain't, ain't gonna happen. That's not, I used to be like, hey, I used to be like that in college too. You know, like when girls used to say, hey, come, hey, um, hey, I can pick you up and take me where? Well, I'm back to my dorm. <laughs> no, 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 you're not. Oh, no, no, you're not no. gonna pick me up because I ain't had a car at the time. No, you're not gonna come uh-huh. pick me up. I'll find a way there before I let you come pick me up. So uh-huh. You ain't gonna take me somewhere. And then my cousin Lamar, he'd have been in a situation like that where he had to put a gun on the table because <laughs> he was going to pick up a girl when she when he got there. It was um, 15 guys in there playing cards, and he ain't on none of them. So they kept asking, where you from, Shelby? Oh, yeah, I've heard, 
heard about Shelby. He said when they asked him um, what he do and what college he went to, he said, look, we ain't going to be asking all these questions. Then he said he put the gun on the table just so they can back up. Because uh-huh. sometimes you put yourself in a situation, in a position to where you got to let people know, look, I ain't no punk and you ain't going to try me in here. Yep. So, mm-mm. That's what mm-mm. it is. Y'all get out. <laughs> yep. But that's, that's just, it I am, man. Good. I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like, I got all that. It's like, it's all like, <laughs> but like Dave Chappelle, it's like, you know, it, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Just, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man, it's crazy! It's crazy you just said his name, and I, and, I, and we we ain't gonna stay on him. But nah. that whole line didn't his mom ain't his mom the one who said that? Actually, you're right. You're right. That that was I got that from Dave Chappelle's mom. Yep. Sometimes you have to be a lion so you can be the lamb you really are. That that was Dave Chappelle's mm-hmm. mom. Yep. You're absolutely right. Yep. Dave Chappelle's that's amazing, and that's, that, that, that's a powerful quote. Yep. I, I, I thought about this now because I thought about somebody else that you know put it up, and I was like, "Hold on, wait a minute." Mm. Yep that that's where it came from. That's where it came from, and mm-hmm. I, then he was explaining how he is as far as like, "Oh, I can, I can talk and use this microphone and go toe to toe with the best of them." But I just like to live, you know. I, I do that so I can so I can live and just be me and live far out in the middle of nowhere in Ohio and just be me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's, that's how I, that's how I would, I just want to just be off my little plot of land in the middle of nowhere. Just leave me alone, you know, and, and preferably if I can be 15, 20 minutes to, to something, to some sort of civilization, that'd be cool. But just give me my space, you know, but okay. All right. I, I said no more Dave Chappelle still. All right, so I'm off Dave Chappelle. But <laughs> um, oh, speaking of uh, Netflix stuff, have you, y'all got to see the Heart of They Fall? And we're going to talk I about it in the next spot. You've seen it? Uh, is it as good as I think it's going to be? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it? I haven't <laughs> seen it yet, but but I was like, oh, wife, we got to see this. We got to see this. And so we're going to see it this weekend when we get the kids out the house. So I'm in I'm in I'm in love with Jonathan Majors and I don't even know why. Uh-huh. I don't even know why. I love him. I do. I'm a big fan. We'll say that. Yes. We ain't gonna go yes. that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I I like like I would uh, I get attached to his characters for some reason. Like I was okay. attached to the character he played in Lovecraft Country. Did you ever watch that? By the way, I haven't. I yeah. still haven't seen Lovecraft Country because it it always slips my mind until you ask me again, and then I'm like, oh yes, we're supposed to watch Lovecraft Country. Okay, here's here's what I'm about to do. I'm I'm about to make a note in my phone right now to, to watch Lovecraft Country. Because I do want to talk about it and give my my takes about it. He ain't gonna do it. <laughs> I am. I'm doing it now. Much, you got too much going on. Don't don't too don't much going on. Don't do me like that. I mean, technically, I do have a you know this battle is in two weeks, so I got to shoot you uh the info yeah, p. Yep, yeah. I got to shoot you yeah. the the info, and I still got I I got to memorize the stuff. To be honest, like 
I, I'm not that enthused about it. Like, I, I want to put on a good show because it's just my thing and my competitive nature, but he's not motivating me because he's just not better than me. So, oh boy. And so it's like officially starting. You're going to get up there and freestyle? I, I might just have to, but I, but at the same time, I don't. I don't want to do it um, just because, like, again, like, I, I want to always at least put a good effort forward. So, you know, I'm, I'm a right. I got two rounds written. I still got to write a third and then I got to memorize all three rounds. So, um, I got two weeks to do it. So I'm going to be basically doing that up until the battle to make sure that I got it down. Um, it's just him personally, not like, you know, I've been saying I'm going to put, I got all brand new material for him. The two rounds that I've written, Oh, it's going to be really, really, really hard for him to beat because it's really, really good. But um, just him personally doesn't really get me motivated. So I have to find mm -hmm. the motivation to to write and rehearse from other sources because it's not him. <laughs> it's just so bad. But I'm I'm pretty sure as a person he's he's a really good guy. I don't know, but you know it, it's it's the thing of you know differentiating the person from the craft, so to speak. As as a person, I would imagine he's a good guy. That's that's how I feel about everybody. I would imagine you're a good guy, but as a rapper, nah, you dead, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, you like you trash. Like, nigga, you trash. I'm about to whoop your ass. <laughs> that's how I was with the last battle. It was like, oh, you seem like a, a decent dude, but the the last battle was was a bit more spicy because he's been chasing me and talking shit for for literally two years, and so I was like, all right, I'm finally gonna come see you because you two broke to come see me. You you haven't left your state at all, so I'm gonna go see you, whoop your ass, and then then shut you up. But of course, he and his friends are going around. Oh, oh I, he I won, I won, I won. I'm like well, you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug. But anyway, anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway but that that's basically it man I mean, there's, there's a bunch of ratchet stuff that I could talk about but it's just not not that serious Scotty Pippen is on that bullshit again he's talking shit about Michael Jordan um, Colin Kaepernick he didn't get uh, uh, paid for the uh, yeah the last dance um, uh huh but, but at the same time I'm like why do you feel like you should have gotten paid that documentary wasn't about you and if that's the case, that just shows that you have bad business. If you knew that was doing a documentary with Michael Jordan and they was going to mention you, then you should have said, no, you will not use my image, likeness, name, or nothing it, yeah. unless you pay me. And you didn't right. do that. I bet he got paid. I bet he got paid. He just didn't get paid what he wanted to get paid. Uh, well, that just that's just deja vu because that was that's what was talked that's about the in the last that, day. That was it, what he... It, and that was the whole point of why you feel like you was quote unquote disrespected and painted in a negative light. No, you did these things. That's just what happened. We're trying to win a championship. And then you got pissed off because you wasn't getting paid when you thought you was getting paid, but you literally, you accepted the, the bad contract that you was in and you tried to strong on them and do this, that the third. And, and they're talking about, we're trying to win a championship. And then you off doing this, taking time off, disappearing. Then, when I'm not there, you quit on the team at the most pivotal point of the team's career. I was like, just that's not a negative light that actually happened. Like, what do you like? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's just can actual I just facts. Point out how great of a docu- documentary that was. Yeah, it was the amazing. The last dance was like so good. It was, it was amazing. So I loved good. it. I loved and, it. And since the Scotty Pippen stuff came out, I started watching it again. <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, KT. So good. Oh gosh. And because that that was the era of basketball that I was really into. Yep. You know, I. I don't hardly watch basketball anymore these days, mm-hmm. you know. But back then, I was always watching. Always. Yep. So, but it it was it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, but you know, that's just that Colin Kaepernick is um Oh yeah, that uh, doc that um, doc yeah, is out too. That doc is out, and the whole thing the way he was equating the NFL to slavery. Um, I, I watched a little. Yet. I watched a clip. You know what? I'm gonna pull up the clip just just right quick because I, I just want y'all to see if y'all found this part as funny as I did because I was. It, it was just so funny to me. It was so hilarious. Let me see if I can pull it up right quick. Then, then we're going to get up out of here. <laughs> um, nope, that's my camera. <laughs> that is the camera. So, there. Share the audio because I always have to remember to share it. All right. Look at that. All right, sorry. <laughs> This this is the part that's going viral and what he's talking about. It's part of his documentary. So check this out. Understand what's being established is a power dynamic. Before they put you on the field, teams poke, pride, and examine you, searching for any defect that might affect your performance. No boundary respected. No dignity left intact. React. <laughs> Why is this? <sighs> <laughs> but wait, wait, wait! I'm gonna show you. Oh my gosh! 
Uh, now the, the funniest part was at the beginning for me. The funniest part was <laughs> was his face. Like this, this, this nigga's horrible. He should not be an actor, right? <laughs> Why is he looking like that? <laughs> He's so intense. I was like, bro. Like, I, oh my god. I'm like Ava. You couldn't have told him to dial it uh, down a little bit. Now, <laughs> come on, player. I mean, it, it, it was funny. Oh, because oh, I, I was. Come on, you go from when they see us to this. And I haven't even seen the whole thing, but just that little clip right there is making uh, me think twice about what. You, know, you know, of course, it follows his life and stuff like that. And so, you know, of course, it's just a lot of instances of mm-hmm. um, racial or racist experiences and racism that he's experienced growing up and this, that, and the third. Um, it almost seems like it's mm-hmm. pandering to me. Because and honestly, I'm just not I'm just not interested in seeing it. Honestly, I'm I'm not interested in seeing an, another scene of you know this over aggressive white cop because we live it. I don't need to see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, microaggressions while you in school for being black. I don't need to see it anymore. Um, Passive aggressive behavior and comments from white counterparts while you at work or out about in the store, people following you, like all that shit. We've lived it. We've done it. I'm tired of it. I don't care to see it. Um, and, and the crazy thing about that, though, I mean, he's not lying because it's stuff that we said even in high school, you know, um, yeah. how they use you, use you, use you to get a championship ring, but yet you uh-huh. still can't go to college. Right. Like, how can you fail out in high school? Make all kinds of And this is a such thing. If you're good enough, you can not make the grades to be eligible to play, but you'll graduate high school and go to college to sit on the bench and be on academic redshirt, be an academic redshirt to where you're sitting in homeroom or you got to go to study hall for your whole freshman year. You can't play, but you got to get your grades up. Right. But they still want you. You know yep. what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, he's not telling us we didn't hear. He just put it in a different light because people, if anybody ever played any collegiate sport or know about collegiate sports or anything past high school, but even high school the same way, you already know they're going to use it till they use it till they use it for whatever you're going to be good for. And once you're done, because we got a lot of people in our own city yep. that didn't go anywhere, but had the great, a great potential and good talent, but they ain't going nowhere. Yep. They still there. I just think the only reason I feel like this was reaching a little bit is the fact that one you're not a slave like now I understand the nature of the beast is brutal they will use you up almost as if you're not even human to the way they treat you but you're also not really complaining that much when you're getting the paychecks that you're getting so like you you getting money that literally changes Get, get money more yes. than what most people and it's make, like that's for sure now for so i understand it to a degree as far as you know again the nature mm. of the beast especially in in sports especially from college and even to the pros is brutal and they will leave no stone unturned when it comes to inspecting who you are and your body as an athlete i i know that for a fact but it's like this is for 
the opportunity for you to make literal life and family history, past, present, and future changing money to the point where even if you, you know, play your cards right with the money that you get, investments is that the third, you can even change an entire community, mm-hmm. which is, you know, and then that's a whole different thing that argument mm-hmm. that I have when it comes to these athletes and entertainers. But, you know, so that's like, mm, the only difference is these people are free. So it's like in, in any moment in time, this person can be like, you know what? No, I don't want you to do this. I'm going home. You know what? Actually, I changed my mind. I think I'm going to change it, change my career. I think uh, actually it's not what I wanted to do. I can do mm-hmm. something else. But like they, they want to be there and will su- submit themselves to that brutal beast when it comes to the business right. of it because they know if I land one or two solid contracts, then I'm set for life. My children's set for life. My children's children set for life. And possibly my children's children's children are set for life. Like th- th- this can change the, traje- the trajectory of my family for three, four, five generations to come easy. You know? Right. You know, so I will be poked, prodded, inspected, no stone left unturned, no dignity left intact with the stern, serious Colin Kaepernick face. So I just feel like it's reaching a little bit. Saying yeah. it is actual slavery, I feel like there's pandering to black people. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's pandering to black pain and black trauma. Like, we, we've seen it before. Like, if we let them, they'll, they'll equate anything to slavery. Anything is like slavery, like slavery. Because they, they know that's the one string that they can still pull because they know that's the one thing that has yet to be resolved in this country when dealing with black people. So we're going to keep playing. And I feel like Colin Kaepernick as a whole, while intentions may have been pure, I think, I think they may be a bit watered down a little bit. I don't think they're as genuine as they used to be as far as the reason he decided to, you know, start with uh, taking the knee type of thing with the spark that discussion. I think now things are not as black and white. And I have nothing to 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 show for that other than this horrible acting job that he done. But that, that's just kind of how, how, I, how I think. I, I think other interests are also at play now. It's not just about, you know, police brutality and, and social justice for uh, marginalized groups in, you know, the black community, this, that, and the third. So that's it. But I, y'all, listen... We're going to go ahead and get up out of here. Really enjoy this pod because, you know, I, I I love the ones where we can have this, this real talk about things. And, um, you know, in any anything else, we, we can talk about the ratchet stuff at any time. So we'll, we'll just leave the ratchet stuff. Uh, especially, you know, y'all, uh, with uh, the Alpo got killed. Y'all heard about that? Alpo. Uh, you know, what? Rich Porter, Alpo. Nah, not dog food. <laughs> no, not dog food. You remember the movie Paid in Full? You seen the movie Paid in Full? Uh, yeah, I've never yeah, seen Yeah, so it, that that story, the real about. life uh Alpo, the guy, you know, you know, the whole drug dealer story uh up in Harlem, the you know, his guy named Alpo Martinez, uh, another guy named Rich Porter that he you know just 
sold drugs, did a lot of things, called a lot of bodies, just did a lot of shit in the drug game, in the street game, uh, till Alpo turned on uh, his friend, Rich Porter, killed his best friend, Rich Porter. Uh, police caught him, and then he turned and snitched on everybody who was involved uh, for a reduced sentence. Then he got out, uh, went back to Harlem, to his old stomping grounds, and basically was kind of trolling everybody, like, ha-ha, I'm here, what you gonna do to me? Kind of like what Takashi 69 is doing right now. Um, mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for years, Alpo was was out and just still in the city, still doing stuff, um, almost seeming as if he was untouchable until a few days ago where he was shot and killed. He was shot and killed. Um, mm. And a lot of people are considering that to be karma for all the things he's done. And, and mm. this was, this was always been a legendary story for the New York Harlem area um, to, to the point to where they created paid in full to tell that story. Um, and so the real Alpo was shot mm. and killed. Then he was shot like, like five or six times. Someone walked up on his, his truck and just, yep, laid it up. Laid it up. And, um, and so he died. And so that's the conversation about that. And, you, know, you know, we talk about that another time. But anyway, hearts and minds are clear. Anything you guys want to, want to say, uh, whatever the case may be, the floor is yours. The Milky Way. Maybe next time we can talk about why okay. I'm still single. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm. I've been waiting for some relationship okay. talk. Relationships. Ah. I think we we haven't had a relationship. Yeah, I, I think so. he said that and bounce. Haven't hey, been Matt seen or heard from since. He said that and bounced, so I don't know. I don't. I might have to check and see. You know, he he may have been um, reprogrammed. Maybe he he had a glitch or something. They had to to get him back on track. They they had to rub the cup. Ooh. He had to he had to fall back into the sucking place. I need to check on him. Make sure he still has his soul. <laughs> he, he yeah, is in that location. Yeah, he, he is, is in, in, that location, in the man. middle of nowhere in Oklahoma. Shout out to Oklahoma. Hey, P. Shaw, you good? You good, bro? Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, man. You know, like I said, you know, y'all y'all support who you support. I mean, give people their flowers and roses while they're alive, while they can still tell you thank you. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> don't, don't wait till... People get a high and up there and they start calling them. Call them now. Because yeah, when somebody dies, when somebody passed, don't say I will them now. Had a cell. Because when somebody died, when somebody yeah. passed, don't say I will phone. Exactly. And you got That's a cell phone now. You ain't calling them now. Right. Dog, go see people. And I remember this. Thanks. You don't have to say you're that you care about. When you see people that you know, go support them, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, those that tell y'all, you know, he'll tell you, he'll tell you where the location going to be. You from Shelton. You know them. You affiliated with them. I don't know why y'all ain't been there. I don't know. Hold you all accountable uh-huh. that this comment. I'm gonna hold you all. Uh-huh. Hold you all accountable that yep. this comment. I'm gonna hold you all accountable now. So hey, I'm on board that says this and says that. Cause don't say you got love for somebody. Facts. You don't show that same love. I'm on board that says this Facts. and says. Talk about it all day, but when you do it, it it it, it gives. A, should be recipient about it all day, but when you do That's it, facts. it 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 
Leave my brother home. It's up now. It's up. And it's going to stay up to the Milky Way. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I was going to do it. (laughs) It's Phyllis' fault. (laughs) All right, y'all. So look, on behalf of the Talk My Credo podcast, wait, this, this is episode 56. 56, God, of, you know, behalf of the Talk My Credo podcast, behalf of KT, P. Shaw, your boy Dante, uh, in the words of P. Shaw, stay fly, stay blessed, protect yourselves out here, people, protect yourselves, people ain't shit, so protect yourselves, and protect what's yours, mm-hmm. yes, protect, protect yourself, yourself everything, fine. mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and also physically, so get you a gun, shoot these motherfuckers. Okay, okay, okay. Stay, stay fly, stay blessed. <laughs> stay lit. Keep those energies and those spirits high. Ha 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 to the Milky Way. Hey, y'all have a good one. Peace. Cut it! <laughs> <laughs>